Hi, this is Ariana Evans, and you are listening to I See You Mama, a podcast where we talk mom to mom about what feeds our soul. Sometimes we talk about silly stuff, sometimes we talk about funny stuff, but we always talk about the good stuff. And you never know what you're going to get with this because that is exactly what motherhood is like. We are growing souls without losing our own. My guest today is Liz Reitz. I said that right? Yeah. <laughs> and we actually met this week at yes. a mutual friend's house um, when she was coming to Nashville, beautiful Nashville from LA. Is that right? That's right. To talk about a new product that she's launching. So your product launch is undergarments for tween girls. Yes. Correct. Yes. And I saw them at our friend's house and they're really beautiful. Like Thank well you. made, well constructed, like taking special care of like hiding seams and all yeah. the things that like matter to my kid who's yes. got sensory stuff and I was just really excited so I invited I invited Liz to come on the podcast um oh and just a quick shout out this week we uh, are in six countries around the world Ooh, which is crazy so and we passed a thousand downloads Woo-hoo. so thank you guys for listening and all that you do and all that you bring and Man, I'm just really excited. So over a thousand people might hear yeah. this podcast, which is really nice. exciting to me. <laughs> All over the place. So yeah. I I want you to talk about like how did this product come about? Like what you were like, oh, I should make underwear for what? Yeah. yeah. Like how did that happen for you? Okay. Um, well, thank you, first of all, for having me on today. Oh, you're it's welcome. It's such a treat to meet you <laughs> and to be sitting here. This is this is a, such a happy surprise. Um, so my new company is called Blue Way, which is French for uh, cornflower, which oh, we named it after such a sweet, uh, beautiful uh, blossom that has lovely buds that bloom in um, in fields, it's a wildflower, so it, we feel like it perfectly captures the essence of girls in this space. As you know, if you're around a nine-year-old, a ten-year-old, they're just uh, brimming with um, excitement, and they're it's just a really fun season in life. But just to capture, just to preserve that special part of being a girl. And not thrusting them too fast into um, being older and over-sexualized as our culture tends to want to do. Yeah. So one of the reasons why we wanted to start this company, oh, and I should back up and also say we we chose this name, this French name, which is also to say that girls don't need lingerie. Right. Right. They need blue way. Right. So oh, that's our little, that's, that's our a good line. hook. And um, with our oldest daughter, so I have two girls. I have a 13-year-old and I have a 10-year-old. So seventh and fourth grade. Yeah. And so our oldest actually was an early bloomer. Oh. So we How'd were you feel dealing about with that, this. Mama? Uh, it was really, really hard. Yeah. I just was... You know, she was really struggling with being the tallest, mm. being taller than everybody. And she just really, her, we started to see her confidence go down and mm. in, in how she felt about her body because yeah. she was changing you know, before everybody else was. Right. So and so that was starting, she was starting to, her body was starting to develop and uh, 
Like third grade, second, wow. third grade. Yeah. That feels so like, oh. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for that. No. I bet so not. So nothing could have prepared me for that. And so one of the things we started to notice was, you know, that there comes a time where girls start to develop breast buds and you're like, oh, you need to wear something under that t-shirt. <laughs> and every she wanted to wear a camisole, which was yeah. great. It worked at first, but what happened was all the camisoles out there were just thin and one layer. And I actually tried. I, I was trying to save. I was trying to be the, the cheaper <laughs> out. And I was going and buying, you know, just tar- cheap Target um, camisoles. Yeah. And it was not doing the job. And right. I got to be like, okay, well, you are you can't wear a white t-shirt anymore. That's oh. not, for, you know. We can't wear that. Yeah. So I was frustrated. I was frustrated because I couldn't find the right things for her to wear underneath. And then when it came time to wear um, a bra, we we went through so many different kinds because one was, you know, it was just too scratchy or didn't feel right. And so that, and then again, so many of them are just one layer. And so it really doesn't do much as they continue to develop. Right. Yeah. And another problem in addition to that was the, um, my daughter was into dance at the time and she was embarrassed about getting sweat stains. Oh yeah. She was, she was in Irish dance and she, in Irish dance. <laughs> like the, cl- like the jumping and yes. The- oh, uh-huh. and she so had to wear a, a purple t-shirt Right. That uh, would she would see or she would get sweat stains underneath while she would dance and she would be very embarrassed about that Bless in class. Heart. So oh. I wanted to create an undershirt uh, that would help with the sweat management. Yeah. For girls and so our fabrics are all are all uh, performance fabrics, right. moisture wicking to help nice. with the sweat and odor management. So that was something that was important. It was also really important to create something that was comfortable, yeah. that minimized the seams. Ariana and I were talking yesterday about how that's an, an issue for her daughter, too, with, yeah. the, with you know just things being scratchy and not feeling right. We wanted it to feel good against the skin yeah. and to have a comfortable uh, fabric. I want that so. as a grown-up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I want to not be like super aware of how annoying my clothes are. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So your yeah. line will include, let's go down the list. Mm-hmm. So we have, we have undershirts. Okay. And we're starting with three different colors. Okay. So white, gray, and black. Okay. And they have fun um, little panels down the side in a pop color. Yes. And then we are doing a, a basic bra that is also coming in three colors white, gray, and purple, but they are actually all reversible. So you're going to get two bras for one. So one is, so the white one is pink on the inside. The gray is blue, turquoise on the inside. And the the purple is like a hot pink. And and these colors were all crowdsourced by the uh, 10 year olds. I bet. My daughter and her friends (laughs) came over and I had them, I made a chart. And they all pick the colors that they like best. Oh my gosh. So this is what we're starting with. We're gonna we're gonna offer more colors. So this is like but, a sweet girl led part two. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. 
some yeah. autonomy over what they wear. Oh yeah, they they she and her friends definitely helped me choose the fabrics. So Good. that was really important. Good. And uh, so in addition to the basic bra, we have a racer back too. It oh, comes yeah. in all like these colors sports. and plus a black with a mint green on the inside. Mm. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, colors. yeah, and we and with the colors, we really wanted to provide more than just pink. Right. You know, so a lot of the girls at this age have, have kind of are kind of over pink a little bit. They're not right. not all of them are. But, yeah. so, but many of them are. They're and they're turquoise and yeah. they like green. And so we wanted to provide different colors for them. Uh, and so then, so we also have camisoles yeah. that we're doing with the shelf bra, which right. I felt that that was really important. And then, so that's, that's what we're launching with. That's your launch line. Mm-hmm. And then I think you mentioned yesterday that you were doing a photo shoot soon. We are. Yes. 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 Does this your daughter weekend. get to be in this? Yes, my ten year old. Yeah, my ten year old and some friends. Yes. Oh. Yes. That feels so sweet to bring her in. Yes. So you have other products that you're kind of in the works on. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, we are making underwear as well. Okay. That matches these other tops. Actually, Cute. some girls are requesting that, even though, and we, and, and they're also just super comfortable, and yeah. they look, it's, it's a cute set together. Yes. And, and so, but we're also, a lot of requests for uh, bloomers, for underskirts. Yes. Yes, and dresses. It's, yes. Yeah. I have never, ever, ever required my daughter to sit like a lady. Yeah. Because I'm like, listen, you got a whole lot of time right. in your life where you will have to sit like a lady. Now, if you're on stage, cross your knees. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Or wear long skirts. Because, but like from the get go, she wanted to wear. We called her style um, Princess Bag Lady because it was like everything she could put on. She would sunglasses, scarves, a headdress, a dress, and an overthing, oh and this, gosh. and a vest, and a cape. Yes. And I was like, less is more, girl. Yeah. Less is more. But she's always been like the princess bag lady and wanted to wear dresses. And I'm like, but you have to, like, you can't hang yeah. from the, like, monkey bars upside down and show everybody your underwear. So put on these shorts. Right. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah. And then and not requiring them to, like, you know, keep your dress down. Exactly. It gives them more freedom. It too. does. I love and that. And there are a lot of girls, too, that wear skirts for if, if they go to private school right. and they need, they need, and they can only wear certain colors like gray, black, and um, navy. Navy. So uniform we'll, colors. We'll, we'll have the uniform colors and then we'll have some other fun colors. Yeah. So, because that, that's something that, that parents continue to ask about. Yeah. And then, and then our goal really is to provide a variety of different uh, tops for, because some girls are actually... They're horrified by the fact that they need a bra at first. Yes. So it needs to maybe be a little bit more of a transition. So we're going to provide a variety of different camisoles um, and tanks yeah. and um, undershirts and um, a bra that's maybe kind of in between a bra and a camisole. So a lot of different things so girls can find what works for them. Yeah. Yeah. And you do, like, you need, like, you think about when you take a, a girl bra shopping, like, I mean, if you live in a smaller town, your options are kind of limited. Yeah, they are. Like, yeah, you can, I mean, I don't want to take my daughter into Victoria's Secret. No. I don't want her to look up and go, is that what I'm supposed to look like? Like the angels? Yeah. 
with their boobs hanging out. Yes. And I'm like, no, honey, no. that's Photoshop. No. That's yeah. Photoshop, babe. Yeah. You, you physically can't look like that because they don't even. You know, like, I don't want to. Yeah. And so our options have been, like, Target. Right. You know, the big box stores where that's where she finds. And often she's unhappy with it. Yeah. Like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She'll wear it just because she's like, I mean, I guess it's what I got to wear. Right. Yeah. But, and that's the thing is that the options really are limited. And it's, I remember my own experience in fifth grade going to get one and I had to wear a padded bra. And, oh my and gosh. To, so you instantly <laughs> have boobs. 10 or 11 and you're that, you know, really oh are wearing a padded bra. Oh no. <laughs> Did you? I still remember that, that moment of being there with my mom thinking, Oh Lord, Lord, this is just crazy. This is crazy. Yeah. What am I? I mean, this, this, I don't, I'm not a woman. Yeah. And this is the kind of stuff my mom wears. Not, not me. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I don't have a very like clear memory. It's all just a blur of like going in and being like, oh yeah, this is what I do now. I think it, it was a while before anybody was like, all right, Ariana. I think I was like a solid 12 before I was a yeah. late bloomer. So, like, solid 12 before anything started happening, and everybody else around me already was developed. Yeah. And I was like, still nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. I think I've, whatever happened to, like, make that happen, I've blocked it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think many of us have. traumatizing. Like, I don't know. A, it's a hard season of life. And, and, and really, we, our, our mission overall is to be more than just apparel, too. Yeah. Because... We really are, this whole notion that the confidence in girls drops by, they say, 30%. I've seen even mm. um, more. Yeah. But that's that's a stat that's from the Confidence Code for Girls, the ladies that wrote that book. Yeah. And But it's just, why? Why do girls lose so much confidence when they go through puberty? Yeah. And so that's what I want to, I am out there like with my investigative journalism hat on and trying to get to the <laughs> bottom of this and asking experts, asking other parents, like what can we do to yeah. help give girls confidence during this time in their life? And also um, not just raising them to be confident girls, but also kind yeah. girls. We well, need, you know, more kindness in this right. world for sure. Well, and I was reading like at our meeting yesterday, I was reading over like, the gratitude and the understanding yeah. emotions. Mm -hmm. Talk more about that. Sure. So, so in our mission to to raise and to help parents raise confident, strong, kind girls, we want to provide resources and tools mm -hmm. that you know parents can work with their daughter on and get an actual, you know. Things, topics for them to work through together, and and one and a few of the things that I brought yes to yesterday's meeting, which I'm in Nashville, by the way. To, yes, we're in Nashville. Yeah, I'm in Nashville, <laughs> East Nashville, uh, which I'm is a whole to, different thing than Nashville. Yeah. Well, I, I'm here to just speak with groups of moms. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm in Brentwood tonight. Yeah. So hitting a different part of Nashville. And I just am here to listen and learn and um, showing them my product and also just talking about uh, these resources that we're creating 
and just our, the mission of our company and wanting to hear if that, you know, hear the feedback. Yeah. On, on the things that we're working on. So because I, I'm based, since I'm based in LA, I, I want to make sure that I get out of my own bubble there. <laughs> right. Yeah. And talk to other moms in other yeah. parts of the country. Yeah. To make sure that this resonates. Yeah. And and it really is. I mean, I think we're all seeing that it doesn't matter where you are, we all have many of the same desires and, right. and, and needs. And um, just so so yesterday at this meeting we, I, I brought a few pieces of, of content that we've created. Um, one is with my friend, Lori Gray, who's a life coach, yes. who taught me a number of tools in mm-hmm. terms of helping me with my emotions. Yeah. And so the two of us worked together on this piece called um, Girls and Their Big Emotions Yes. and helping them to um, work through that and, and helping parents with giving parents some pointers on what to do when their daughters are just losing their minds. <laughs> because really when, you know, as girls get into this zone of puberty, right. the brain starts to reorganize. Yeah. And because of the brain reorganizing. Is that what's it, happening? That's what's happening. Oh my gosh. It starts. The, I just oh, thought we were all like strapped onto a roller coaster. Right? Yeah. Here we go. That's yeah, what. <laughs> I think, and and what the research is saying right now is that I in the past we've all just attributed this to oh hormones, right. you know which hormones do right play into it, but it's really it's really the brain, yeah, uh, the brain's reorganization. Okay, and um, there is a woman Lisa Demore who wrote. She's a psychologist, a an author of the book Untangled. Which is like a Bible for um, raising teenage girls. Ooh. Highly Writing recommend. this down. Hold on. <laughs> it is one. If you have a daughter, you need this book. And you're going to need it starting when they're around age 11. Yeah. It's kind of when it starts to kick in. My daughter, who goes, she goes to an all-girls school, and they told us in sixth grade at the meeting, they said, okay, parents, this book starts now. Sixth right. grade. Oh, my gosh. So... She says that the brain at age 13 is wildly dysregulated. So, mm. and that's because, you know, it's so the, so as she said, the brain upgrades going from back to front. So the, the front part of the brain is the thinking, the prefrontal <laughs> cortex. That's where right. you have your executive function and access your, 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 it's called also the wise leader and, and helps you make your decisions yes. that are sound. Yes. Um, Versus back here is the, uh, you know, where the amygdala is, which is the alert center. Right. The mammal and brain and the lizard brain. Yeah. And the, yeah. The things they refer to it as. <laughs> yes. Like those parts of you that are not very logical. Yeah. <laughs> oh my so gosh. the, so, so teens are a lot like uh, toddlers where the amygdala is where a lot of everything, the information is kind of hitting that first before it, yeah. you know, accesses the rest of the part of the, you know, the. The rest of the brain. That makes so much sense. Yeah. So that's why girls start um, to have issues with regulating their emotions. Mm. So that because is everything is being processed there first. And, and, and the fact that, you know, I love how she has said that, you know, when you are talking to a teen 
or tween, sometimes they'll be like, why are you yelling at me? And I'm like, I, I, I'm not yelling at I'm you. I'm literally using my normal but voice. But they are hearing yelling. They're hearing like, because <laughs> they're <laughs> so highly sensitive yeah. to uh, their emotions because that's where everything is happening. So anyways, uh, so my friend, so my friend Lori, the life coach, she um, helped me create this guide with just some practical ways to help them um, rein in their emotions. And, yeah. and actually, um, two, two things that were a part of that are um, helping them to establish a better emotional vocabulary, which right. is what the, the sheet yes, that the we big, were talking about. There has, this, it was a list of like every emotion. And not just yeah. like happy, sad. It was like probably over 100. It was a yeah, huge was a list. Lot. Because Huge. there are a lot, there are a lot yeah. of other emotions, and you know, outside of the ones that we the all, nuanced, yeah. Like, I wonder about that. I was like, angry. foolish. Oh, I've never thought about. Yeah. I feel foolish sometimes, like if I'm embarrassed or if I want. Like, it's a kind of a multi-purpose. Like, it just kind of jumped out to me while I was reading yeah. this. I was like, foolish. I never thought about saying I feel foolish. Yeah, you know. Well, I think when in we, a good way or a bad way. Have you have you ever heard um, the phrase "name it to tame it"? Yes. Yes. So by naming the emotion, it's actually scientifically proven that you can, you know, understand it better and, and control and like be able to um, bring whatever it is that bring that down. Like because you're, you're actually naming what it is yeah. and you can help to process, work through that emotion. So will all this be like, like a physical resource that comes with like a bra? You also get a book. Or no, this is just an addition to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So on our website, uh, blueagirl.com. So that's okay. B-L-E-U-E-T, girl.com. We have, um, we're starting to populate um, this resource library yeah. that we have. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really, uh, we've had several um Things where my da- my children are very resistant if I tell them we're going to read this. Yeah. But if I casually leave it around the house yeah. and say, that's for me, then they're, it's like they cannot <laughs> resist. It's yeah. like the forbidden, like, oh, this is your book, Mom? Ooh. Right. And so, like, several books that I've just sort of, like, introduced, like, kind of helping my children sort of manage their emotions. Like, yeah. And they're not always able to, like, approach that logically. But they can at least have some information. And actually, it's brought up really good discussions between my children and I. Like, Mom, I'm feeling this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm just going to, like, print out some stuff and casually. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. <laughs> don't look at it. It's mine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think there are other, you know, some of the things that we have there, you'll you can just integrate that into your family dinner. For example, gratitude. Right. Yeah, we started a, a practice where we go around the table and we say three things that we are grateful for that day. Yeah, and it can't be oh I'm grateful for the dog. No, mm-hmm. it's got to be specific. Right. I'm grateful that the dog came and sat on my lap earlier. Aww. You know, so like it's got to be something, it's got to be more than just like the, your big standard things. Yeah. We did yeah. highs and lows for a long time. Yeah. And man, we heard about the lows, but they couldn't yeah. think of highs. Like, well, I guess it was okay the rest of the time. Like they couldn't really yeah. think of the good. And I switched over to like when my daughter or my sons are in a funk. I'm like, yeah. go write me a gratitude list. They hate it. 
Yeah. But it's but it it works. It works. And they like I picked up my daughter one time we were going to like a doctor's appointment and she just had like a litany of like how everything it was only like nine thirty in the morning. I'm like, all this has gone wrong already. Yeah. And I was like, well, tell me, you know, like five good things that happened. And and she went from rah, rah, rah to like, ah, and her voice changed and her body changed. And I was like, this is shocking. Yeah. I read the other day where a parent noticed a huge difference in yeah. getting their, their um, I, think, I think, 12 or 13-year-old to write down, to actually write down every day. Mm. Uh, I think it was... Uh, maybe, maybe it was 10 things that they were yeah. grateful for and really changed, really noticed a difference in the overall mood and, um, and it seemed to increase her happiness. I mean, yeah. they, they say that it changes, it can change the brain. <clears throat> I told, I totally and, believe that. Yeah. Like the brain is a very efficient machine. Yeah. It's like, if, if we're going to use up all this mental energy on the negative stuff, well then we got to keep that pump primed. But yeah. if we're going to use all this energy up on the, like the good stuff, then we're going to keep the good pump primed. And I noticed that there was another, um, what was her name? Amy Krause Rosenthal. Yes. Oh, I yes. loved her. Mm-hmm. And her way of like finding and seeing, she called it serendipity. But like yeah. she was just always looking for like these beautiful connections. And yes. I love that about her work and her books and her writing and her projects and her like performance art projects that I she know. did, like looking for these beautiful she connections. Had a world gift. She did, yeah. And I love that. Yeah. And I love like the brain is it. You know, it's gonna it's gonna use it's gonna build up whatever you use the most. And yeah. so when you're looking for good and gratitude and and joy, then you're gonna see it more. Yes. And I love Absolutely. that. Like for you know, I have. Um, my daughter, we she was born on a Wednesday, and you've ever have you ever heard that poem like Monday's child is da 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 da. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Wednesday's child is full of woe. You know, oh, <laughs> such a Wednesday. When, like she was so dramatic, and oh. was like a toddler. I was like, I have a Wednesday's child, but then my middle guy, who was like all like sunshine and bubbles, was yeah. also a Wednesday's child. Oh, I'm like not full of woe. Yeah, full of woe. Yeah, which <laughs> like, she's just always been like a really deep well. Yeah. And it's it's easy to let her sort of dwell on these morose yes. things. She can get really sort of down in the yeah. It's her little artistic nature. Yes, but I have to like remind her like there's good too. There's yes. beauty too. I, well, I think some people are just genetically predisposed to mm. view the world in a more pessimistic. I totally light, believe right? that. Like that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have one that of those wiring. Too. I have one like, of those too. Yeah, and it starts so young. It's not it like I, you know. Yeah. It's not like she had these massive events in her life that caused her grief, and now she's I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. She's always this been that is, way. This is, this is a nature thing. She's a not solemn, a, nurture thing. a solemn little. Yeah. Look at you with her big eyes. You're like, oh, is that what? Yeah. Well, I think, and and as parents, we have to take like that nature, you know, the yeah. what we're given, and and try to help them be their best selves. Right. So maybe she'll always. Be and my daughter, maybe they'll always see like a little bit of the, the glass is half empty. Yeah. But if we can help them to be an optimistic pessimist, <laughs> <laughs> or like use that right. use that glass half empty to create like great art. Yes. But don't let that shape your whole don't life. Don't let it exactly because that's miserable. Yes. No. <laughs> like dive in and then get out of the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Go deep, girl, and then come out. 
Absolutely. Back to the sunlit world. Back to to the sunlit lands. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I I think in this, you know, as as parents, we also have to help each other. Yeah. And and I love how you're – I love what you're doing with this podcast and how you're – you're telling parents you're you're not alone in this. Yeah. And and I believe that too. And that's one of the things that we also is is a big part of of what we're doing. Right. Is trying to to build connection between parents and helping them to discuss these issues. Yeah. So that's kind of also part of me coming out and and getting different groups together. Yeah. And because we're we're looking into um, trying to create purposeful community. Um, whether that's in person or online, right? Uh, you know that remains to be seen. But we're but we're getting interest. Parent, I mean, moms want to get together, yeah. and, and talk about girls and and helping them manage their emotions. They yeah. want to they want to talk about that. I wish and I had strategies and, and yeah. share. I wish I had had those tools as a kid. Like I do too. A really wise person said to me, "I was like, well, what about this and this for my kids?" And he said. If you had had those tools as a kid, would it have been easier to walk through the big things you walked through and not mm-hmm. wait all the way until you were an adult and needed therapy? Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely. Would you have walked through those differently or navigated those worlds differently? And I was like, probably, maybe. I was still, you know, a teenager or a yeah. teenager and awkward. So awkward, but uh, I might have done them a little bit differently and felt a little bit better about being different or weird or other, you know, yeah. embracing that part of me rather than going, What's wrong with me? I'm weird, Ex- exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were talking about yesterday the invisible audience, you know, yes, like, yes. Uh, so if you guys remember, I had Tracy Utley on as a guest. And um, in another conversation, she was talking about, like, this phase of life called the invisible audience. I don't know where she got the phrase, but it's, I was like, yes, where they feel like the whole world is watching them. Mm -hmm. And it's not true at all. I mean, they are kind of observing each other and sort of behind each other's back. I mean, that happens. That happens to adults, too. But, like, really, everybody's kind of really focused on themselves on themselves yes right? and, and and there's this especially as they go into puberty it's oh what is everybody going to think about this yeah or my clothes or my face or my zit or yes. yes they think that there's a spotlight on them yeah when really in this phase of life they are all way too concerned right? Right? just like you said <laughs> they're, they're, they're focused on them nobody's looking at you they're, <laughs> they're not they're worried about themselves they're yeah. worried about themselves yeah they are and it's so, it's so hard to like it's so hard to teach them that like it is I can say that and it's like the wah 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 oh, wah yep mm-hmm. I can't hear you mom you've become Charlie Brown's mother exactly <laughs> I know <laughs> I know so I I love it like the peer like I love it when they hear it from their peers and they're like yes. oh really that must be true I'm like I've been saying that to you yeah. for so long but your friend says it and she's like the wisest 10 year old uh-huh. you know oh, okay yeah I'm gonna let that ride <laughs> right <laughs> and, and just be grateful that you uh know that now yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well so yeah. when is your official launch our official launch is likely going to be in the next mm, two months I'd say okay 
But yeah, people can but, sign up for... Yes, they, they can. If, so the best things to do are um, one of two things. One is to go to our website and sign up for our um, newsletter. Okay. Uh, which actually, I have to say, we give really... or We want to try to add a lot of value with, yeah. with what we're putting out there. Right. And we don't want to fill your inbox with... You know, just, oh, promotions about what we're selling, but we want to give you the resources right. and, and, and helpful information that, that we wish that we had had throughout this yeah. process. And also, I'm, I'm, living, I'm living it, too. So, right. I have, you know, I have, I have the teen and I have the tween. So, I'm, I'm in there and, yeah. and sharing a lot about what's happening or, or the things that I currently um, it, are my hot buttons and, and what I need help with. Yeah. So, and just thinking that other people would like to know that <laughs> like, too. I need help with all yeah. of these things. So with our, um, yeah, so signing up to our newsletter, you'll be, uh, have access to the latest information about when our products are going to be ready. Uh, you'll also be able to pre-order okay. uh, products soon. And then also, um, I'm, very active on Instagram. Okay. I post daily there. So that's What's your Instagram at Blue Girl. At B L E U E T Girl. Okay. And that's where um, yeah, every day I post quotes and just other information that that we're finding yeah. out and and sharing some some of my life too. Cool. Yeah. Well I love I love this whole package and the whole idea even though I'm, I'm, I'm often enthusiastic, but but I'm like a born skeptic. Like, oh, you're gonna have to convince me why I need fancy underwear for my kid, <laughs> who outgrows everything at the speed of light. Actually, she really doesn't like it. This this ten to twelve age gap. Like, the only thing getting bigger on that kid is her feet. Yes. yes <laughs> everything feet. else, I'm like, still fits. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Your feet are enormous. Yeah, she jumped from like a four to a six. It's it's crazy within how like that happens. Four months. I was like, yeah. you these don't fit you at all. Yep. Oh, you're a six. Dang it! You got the big foot curse from your yeah. mama. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I I really enjoyed like the thoughtfulness, the education piece, the sensory stuff, the colors that are so like. You know, I want to wear hot pink bras, but I don't think, I think I'm too old to wear hot pink bras <laughs> without it being weird. You know, people would see it through my shirt. Like, uh. But when you're 10, like yeah. color and vibrancy yes. is just such a beautiful expression of yes. who they are. There's still like these beautiful sparkly little things. Yeah. You know, like I, know. I think our society wants to shove like 10 and 11 year olds like squarely up into like womanhood. And I'm like, they calm do. down. This is a beautiful little fairy. Shut up. Exactly. And, and that's why we, we want to try to preserve it. And we're even getting requests for people asking us for regular clothes. Yeah. Because. Yeah. I mean, and, and if you if you actually, if you go on Pinterest and you look up, you look up teen fashion. Oh, It gosh. is just like the no. trashy. Like, just the, just the, the outfits are are horrible. I don't. And people talk about that all the time that, or moms tell me all the time. They're like, I'm so annoyed. Yeah. Irritated that I go there's it's like sweet little girl clothes to like sexy 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 time crop tops and no you know that is not booty short a booty yeah yeah I have to work so hard to find stuff for my daughter yeah that is not just like when she bends over you can also see her butt 
Yeah. And I'm like, that, what? I want you to be free. Yeah. And, and as, like, I know it happens to a lot of girls, like, as they become more self-conscious about mm-hmm. their bodies. Yeah. Like, I don't want her to feel bad in her clothes. Like, I want you to feel like you're free to, like, still climb a tree. Because my kids are up the yes. trees all the and time. And they should be climbing trees right? And not age. worried yes. about, like, oh, but this isn't ladylike. Like, please. Yeah. Please yes. don't be ladylike. No, <laughs> You don't. can be ladylike. When you're like the president. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Until then, be wild. Be wild and free. And yeah. that's what we we want to give girls the freedom to do what they love. Yeah. And to be confident in their growing bodies. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, that's mm. what we want for all of them. And I love all that. And I love your passion about it and, like, how you took, like, here's a thing that I'm struggling with and here's a solution to that thing rather yeah. than just, like, it's not working. Yeah. Fine, we'll go back to the big box stores. But, like, actually being thoughtfully, like, taking action to to fill this need. Yeah. Because it really is, like, for girls who need a place to land. And the the educational piece, which I love. Like, I I never heard of these concepts, like, boundaries and gratitude (laughs) and, like, all these things. I'm sure my parents attempted to input these things into my brain, but I was like, whatever, mother. I don't think like, they, I don't think our parents knew of all this information about the brain development. Yeah. I don't I don't think people I think it's been a recent thing that people have under, like really grasped the fact that uh, that the brain is reorganizing at this age. Yeah. And that that's why you know and, and, and that really gives you empathy is for that, them. Because it's like, oh, that's why you're Losing your mind over something <laughs> you can't find your soccer uniform. Right. You can't find your soccer jersey. Is that um, why my so. kids' rooms always look like a tornado? Like, their brains aren't reorganized, so their rooms are <laughs> like, oh. I'm like, where's your carpet? Your room is a reflection I don't of, their, know. of their brain. It is. <laughs> it is. The other day yeah. I found, like, a jar of, like watercolor water with uh-huh. paintbrushes in it and it was like growing a film of like oh, I was gosh. like oh you got that thing in your bedroom that's just disgusting <laughs> but you know she was making art and then the cleanup part did not happen so that's you know executive function yeah is you know it's doing his thing we're getting there we're getting You're there, getting there. Oh, um oh, one thing I also wanted to say was that we we want uh, with our mission we want to make sure too that we're also helping those who are, you know, not as fortunate. And right. uh, so we are def- we are going to give a portion of the proceeds from each sale to um, help empower girls that are disadvantaged in cool. uh, inner city. Yeah, I want to know more about that piece. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll know more about like where that's going specifically. Do you already know, or is that like that's in the that part's in the works? That part's in the works. I love it. Yes. I love it. So, but we uh, recently, even before we, you know, have a product uh, that's available for purchase, we uh, help sponsor two uh, teen girls for this uh, Girls to Greatness Teen Summit cool. for, through an organization called Empower, Empower Her. Um, in LA yeah and it was a really great day that the girls got to come and attend workshops that were helping them understand what healthy relationships look like right because there's a high rate of of abuse Mm -hmm. in uh well in with teen girls in general yeah and uh I think it's normal yes 
And so teaching uh, these girls who maybe don't have parents that are modeling, you know, the, um, the right behaviors, uh, they're, they're learning through these workshops how to have healthy relationships and, and also how to, you know, uh, helping them with, with tools for um, life, building life skills and, yeah. and, and other I don't know that resources. I always model those things when my husband and I are like yelling at each other about so I'm like this is probably not a great example. well I think you know what I'm what I'm talking about there is um uh, homes where there's actual real like um you know abuse yeah. physical abuse and mm. or neglect yeah. so a lot of these girls that were coming from homes like that okay yeah man that's yeah. so impactful and I love the man just one more thing to love <laughs> I'm really excited about this. Like, really, like, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm t- I said before, like, I'm, I'm the perpetual, like, mm, skeptical. <laughs> but it's, it's just, it's such a joyful thing, like, such a beautiful and joyful thing. And like, I need more of that in my daughter's life. Like, she's got so much. Her and her peers have so much angst. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I could feel. Our whole house with like girl angst. Yeah. The things they talk about, and I'm like, just be silly I know, and fun, exactly. and like talk about these things. But like, man, don't let them like derail you. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So I love that. This just feels like such a joyful, sweet thing to have out in the real world. And thank you thank so you. much for coming on. I really appreciate you like taking time and you were like blitz. Like I'm on a world tour of Nashville. <laughs> And we're like, okay, you have like one hour. Come on, so we can do this. Hey, you know what? It's the just opportunity delightful. to be here is is really wonderful, and I'm very grateful. I'm so glad you yeah. did. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. That was Liz Reitz, and uh, I just want to say your name again, Liz Reitz. And go check out it's blueagirl.com, right? Mm-hmm. I said that all right. And I'll put the spelling in the show notes, so you're yeah. like, where? Awesome. Who? How did you spell that? So everybody can kind of find you. And thank you so much, Liz, for coming on the show. And I just really am grateful that you could find the time to, like, run over to my house and ignore the laundry piles. and (laughs) Don't even see it. (laughs) I see it. But, you know, it's okay. It's hard hard being a mama. And I, you know. I think there's, like, I think I reference laundry piles in every podcast. Because (laughs) we record during the week. And that's when I'm washing life. That's reality. That's reality. There's laundry everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere, all the time. Like, we need to, like, somehow get a system. But there's no system. There's no system. Was it the, like, washing one hour, drying two hours, folding and putting away seven to ten business days? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. That's kind of my life. I'm sorry. Sorry, but... Sorry, kids who can't find their underwear. Like, right. I have no shirts. Yeah. Look in that heap on the couch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this real life, folks. Real life. <laughs> real life. Exactly. Well, thank you again. Thank I appreciate you. you. All right. I appreciate you. And, guys, thanks for listening. And um, I see you out there doing great things. It's just one more awesome mom coming in to talk about the things that she's passionate about. And um, if you are in that place and if you are doing something that you're really passionate about, I would love to hear about it. 
You can find me online at ICUMamapodcast.com. We're on Facebook. I clearly need to get on like Twitter or Instagram so more people can find me, but I'm, I'm allergic to, in, to social media a little bit, just a little bit. I'm just a little small allergy. It gives me the hives, <laughs> but I'm working on it. Progress, right? Not perfection. All right. I see you, Mama, and have a wonderful day.